welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Surreal Joe Quinn. As we look back at another episode of the best show on television, Snowfall, season uh, five, episode nine, Departures. Uh, of course, this is the penultimate episode before next week's season finale. Uh, just a quick synopsis before we get into uh, best scenes and what have you. Um, we see we see Buckley failed attempt on the, the life of one Kane. Uh, and of course, we we could have saw that coming a mile away. Like even even last week, there was that he was going to f- find a way to fuck that up. So we see him and the ramifications of, of that. We see we see Franklin Franklin wanting out of the game. We'll do a lot of we'll talk about that a lot, including our deep dive. Uh, we see a touching scene between Wanda and Leon. We see a number of characters wanting, uh, trying to plan for the next move in terms of, of possible exit strategies uh, over the course of this episode. Uh, we see Avi gets attacked, um, and but but does survive. Um, and we see, of course, Franklin finally finds out about um, Wanda, about not excuse me, not about Wanda, but about uh, Leon. Louis and Jerome being in cahoots with with Teddy Mac and did not uh, take too kindly to it, to say the least. Um, but we're going to begin. Uh, we're going a little different this time. We're going to begin with uh, the themes. Of course, the themes. Uh, the the themes of this episode was exit strategy to me. You had you had a number of characters, whether it was Franklin, whether it was uh, in particular Franklin, Veronique. Um, Leon, um, all kind of looking for a way out of this life, a way out of their current um, circumstances. So, and even even Buckley, in terms of his in terms of his situation that he you know has gotten himself into. So yeah, so that was the theme. That was the theme of this exit uh, of this uh, particular episode. Uh, exit strategy. Um, we're gonna get to some. We're gonna uh, switch it up. Get to best scenes to start off. Buckley's failed attempt on Kane again. This we saw this coming a mile away. Um, so Buckley and along with a couple of his cops from his crash uh, the, uh, crash unit just basically pull up on Kane at the pool outside the pool hall where Kane hangs with his people and just basically started bucking. Like you know they they just went up to him and just started just shooting. He kills the majority of Kane's people that were with him, three or four guys that were with him. Kane gets away but gets shot twice um, and will end up being paralyzed. Buckley, here's the thing about Buckley, and this is why, you know, this is why he was not dependable because, he, I mean, first of all, Buckley's always coked up. He, he, I mean, this is where if you are, um, if you're Louis, you had to just know that this dude, is, is a, he's a cokehead cop. Like, yeah, he likes Louie. He, you know, he's loyal to her, but he's also a cokehead. And, you know, Buckley, in that moment, as he's getting a call that his partner's been shot, he had an opportunity. He had about 10, 15 seconds to finish Kane off. He easily could have shot Kane again. Shot Kane twice. He easily could have had a, he could have gone for the kill shot, um, for the kill shot and, and just added on to the lie that he made up uh, to uh, his superiors and what have you. Instead, not only does he not kill Kane, but he just completely just uh, 
ruins and it just ruins himself as far as any credibility he has within that department. Later, you know, getting himself basically, basically going to get himself getting, getting himself fired and almost arrested uh, by going by bucking against his uh, the the uh, one of his superior officers when he was asked to be to be drug tested and asked to uh, give up his gun and badge. So we knew Buckley was not dependable. We knew Buckley was going to find a way to fuck this up. Um, I'm not going to get into like too technical of how you should approach Kane. Listen, they, like this, you know, he took, like I said, he took everybody out, took a lot of Kane's people, Kane people's out, um, people's out, and almost and, and shot Kane twice. So he had like he, you know, did that part of the job. But like, you, if you have a chance to finish the job off, you're right there. Nobody. Again, I'm sure he wasn't going to be concerned about witnesses at that point. Um, just one shot, that would have been it. It would have been done. So we, you had that going on at the, to kind of open up the episode. Um, to, uh, to open up the episode. And again, this guy was not to be trusted as far as, as far as being a reliable, somebody that's reliable that's going to get the job done. Like like I just you just knew that this was that this was gonna go left. Um again and Louis should have been smarter in terms of dealing with somebody like, you know, uh like Buckley, who again, he's a cokehead. He is a cokehead, unstable cop, uh, who's crazy at that. So um we could have saw this we saw this coming a mile away. We'll talk more about this over the course of the podcast. Uh Leon and Franklin. So for the first time over the course of this season since he moved into that this new plush pl- place that Franklin has overlooking basically overlooking the mountains or overlooking the uh uh overlooking you know Hollywood Hills. Uh it's the first time Leon's been there. And Leon explains it and so Leon who in the past this this past season has criticized Franklin for, you know, being focusing on money and, you know, basically sacrificing our people for his his own riches and what what have you. Um, explain, you know, talk to uh, Franklin about what transpired with uh, Buckley and Louie in that whole situation. Said said that he um, said that uh, you know Louie went behind our backs basically, and said said one thing and did the other. And he he's expecting, you know, he's expecting that uh, Franklin would be equally as pissed off as he was, and that wasn't the case. Franklin says, "Look, you know." Um, Kane tried to kill Louis and Jerome. Um, I don't necessarily agree with, with the war, with going with the with the way with their approach, but I can understand why they did what they did. And again, this was the first scene where you saw a tired, beat up, um, Damson Ildris, uh, uh, Franklin Saint. Like this, this was this was the scene that set the tone, set the whole tone for the episode as far as his mindset. He looked. He didn't. He looked like somebody, a guy that was just, just tired of the game. He looks like he looked like he when he had one foot out of the game in that particular scene. He tells Leon, "Look, y'all want to go? Y'all going? You know, you go to war. I'm not going to be there. If, if, you know, if we if just if we go if you could try to go to war, um, if you try to go to war with Louis over this or go to war in general, um, you know, I want no part of it. I want no part of this. And again, I told you on the last on the last podcast that." It would not piss him off that much. Um, Louis going behind his back for that 
in terms of the decaying stuff would not piss him off to that extent. And I, I'm not surprised. I was not surprised by his reaction, Frank's reaction, uh, or lack thereof a reaction to Louie going behind his back. Because the bottom line is, Kane did try to come after everybody, including himself, his mom, his mother, Louie, Jerome, Louie, every, everybody. So in the world that they, and he tells, basically tell, you know, in the world that they live in, this this is kind of like, you know, the color of the streets, you know, you know, eye for an eye, uh, there's going to be some type of retaliation. So, you know, um, Leon walks out annoyed. Um, he takes also takes the book that he gave Franklin earlier in the season to, and notice that it hadn't been read, basically it hadn't been read, um, had not been read, and he says, and, and, and tells Leon, and tells Franklin, you know, you know, you didn't even open up this book at all. And he walks out annoyed, and, and you know, Franklin just is like, "Look, I mean, basically during the scene, Franklin during the scene, Franklin says, look, I got bigger things to, I got too much to lose in order to go to war, the family, the businesses, things of that nature.' So again, we and we talked about this too with Franklin being, you know, like veering into that Stringer Bell mode of where he's removed from almost not almost completely removed from the street and into the business mindset and to not and trying to almost basically be removed from the game in general, um, which is not a good place to be at, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> things like this, you know, because, you know, things of this nature can come up and creep up and creep up on you. Uh, so this is not, Franklin's reaction to this was not surprising whatsoever. Um, Louis and Buckley, uh, so Buckley at this point is is in total like he's in total disarray. Um, he's on the verge of losing his job. He had to turn in his gun and badge. He um, his wife threatened to take his kids. He showed up to his, you know he showed up to his house wanted to see his kids, but his wife knew or his ex wife I should say he's divorced knew that he was high. Um, so she's, you know, I think, I think it, they made her seem like she was a so, probably like a social worker or something like that. Uh, so he's just, his life is in shambles right now. So he comes into Louie's office, unbeknownst to Louie, as he's done previous this season, comes in her office, is in her office without her knowing. And, um, he, she, she talks about. The fact that and Louis give Louis a lot of credit in this. So Louis, you know, does not overreact. He comes to her office wanting wanting the rest of his money. Remember, it was half, you know, half, you know, it was half before the job. The other half was supposed to be when the job was done. They basically get into a back and forth saying she said, Hey, the job's not done because Kane is not dead. Um because Kane is uh is not dead. So they get into it. So she completely takes control of the situation by basically mind fucking um mind fucking Buckley. She says, look, he says he tells her, you know, he tells her he's gonna lose his job, his family, he's you know, his life is basically at the he's at the bottom. She says, look, don't worry about it. This is not about an ending. This is about a new beginning. I'm gonna put you on payroll. You're gonna be making more money than you ever made before. You have all you have a lot of connections to the police. Um, don't worry about, you know, well, this, you, you're going to be good. And I was kind of surprised, like, yeah, this kind of threw me off a little bit because there was a prior scene where 
Jerome and Louie talked about um, possibly getting rid of Buckley. So, you know, I think, first of all, I, I, I think, again, as, as sloppy as Buckley is, he does know he does know a lot of information. If you kill him now, that's a lot. That's more attention on you. That's more attention that might that the cops are going to be putting on maybe the projects and maybe the operations. So I think it's probably it probably was a smart move for Louis to do this um, to do this just to calm him down. Remember, Buckley was in a state of just panic, in a state of where he. It was a wild card where he like unpredictable with who knows what he would have done out of desperation. You just don't know. So I think she, I think she did this. Not so much. Again, it wouldn't surprise me if she got rid of him in the next episode or got rid of him sometime early next season. Um, and I'm, I'm going by the assumption that Louis is going to make it through the season based on what I saw, especially what I saw in this episode that, um, I think she did this to kind of like corral to uh, corral Buck, Buckley and to make sure that she, because she knows he's at a place, he, listen, he's at a place of weakness. She's almost like a pimp right now. Okay. She's almost like a pimp right now. And, you know, she, she's in complete control of him. She controls him in essence. Like if she wants to kill him, she can kill him. If she wants to not pay him, she can not pay him. He doesn't need, he, he really has no, like he doesn't have too much recourse to come at to come at um, Jerome and Louis uh, because he has no allies right now. So the police force doesn't fuck with him. The streets definitely don't fuck with him. the streets. Not fuck with him. So it's like he has he almost has Louis and Louis. Louis knows this. Louis knows this one hundred percent. So I understand um, why. Uh, he did why she did what she did from that standpoint. Um, you had a scene, and I didn't, I didn't have this on there, which definitely should have been on there. Franklin, so Franklin, Jerome, and Louis, so they meet up, and Franklin finds out. Franklin comes in basically uh, as a continuation of last of the last episode, basically continuously to apologize to Louis. Uh, he comes in. He he's coming in total humility saying hey you know i understand what you did with kane i get it i'm not upset uh it's just you know that's that's the streets um and then they tell him uh they talk about the wedding briefly and then louis comes out and tells him that she is dealing with uh with um with teddy mac and buying directly from teddy mac and basically and franklin basically flips out uh, Franklin says, you know, how much this is going to affect this, this is going to affect his business. They also tell him that they also explained and talked to him about the expansion. And he, this, he can Franklin completely loses it and says, you know what? Good luck. Good luck being at the head of the table, so to speak, being you always want to be front and center. Uh, now you got, now you have that. Now, now you're front and center. And he walks out pissed off and upset and again this was you know i he probably had one foot out the door to begin with, even before that meeting but this to me was the nail in the coffin for him to want to be out of the drug business and want to be and not want to deal with the whole you know teddy mac um 
Jerome and Louis and all that that whole ordeal with them dealing with the dealing with the same um, buyer, having them both deal uh, buy from Teddy Mac. Um, so them dealing with Teddy Mac, all three of them dealing with Teddy Mac clearly affects Franklin the most um, by far. Like it's not, it's, you know, it's not even, it's not even close. Uh, Franklin dealing, with, Franklin dealing only because it it just it, it creates another competitor. So he goes. So think about this: they go from uh, getting. Remember, at the beginning of the season, they were getting their stuff from him. Okay, they split apart. Now they are in essence, they are in essence in competition with him. And that's just not, from his standpoint, that's, and he's pissed off rightfully so. That's just not smart business. Like, he's going to be making less money uh, with that setup. But so that, that's, you know, even despite the fact that they agreed to give him a territory in California, that, you know, he was the man. It, there, was a, there was a point where he basically ran California. So that's you know you know that's one of the reasons why he's pissed off. And again, more it's more about a betrayal standpoint, even more even more so than the economic standpoint. Uh, the economic standpoint is more about betrayal. Uh, and I told you last episode, this would clearly they this was this would set him off. Not the Kane, not the Kane stuff, but this would clearly set him off. Louis going behind his back, uh, Louis and Jerome, and mostly Louis. He know because he knows he, Franklin understands that Louis. Is, is is running this, and this is Louis. I mean, this is Louis all the way. Um, so he walks out pissed off. Uh, Jerome said the last episode he was going to be mad and um, upset about it, and and because he knows his nephew. So uh, he walks out of there. Uh, we get to Louis and Teddy Mac. Um, so they meet up for a drop. Uh, Louis has her bodyguard. And you have Teddy and, of course, Gustavo. They exchange some pleasantries, talk about the wedding briefly. And then Teddy Mac gives Louis the Franklin treatment from the standpoint of, I don't want to deal. You You don't bring your security. So she says you can thank Franklin for that. Uh, she says she doesn't travel without security. But, but Teddy Mac says, you know, this is how it's going to be from moving forward. Um, and tells her, he tells her you can thank Franklin for that. Uh, they, you know, and then, you know, uh, they said at the next drop, they explained that, you know, she says that Jerome will, will not be making most of the drops and that the next drop is not going to be, they'll make a drop, uh, after, uh, they'll get a drop before they head out, they head out of town. Then you have, after, when she pulls off with, with her bodyguard, you have a situation where Gustavo questions Teddy for selling to, uh, both Louis and Franklin. Saying that could possibly present some issues with the, you know, within the family, and uh, Teddy Mac basically says doesn't care. Like he just says it. Maybe it will. Maybe it. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Uh, he basically brushed it off as saying saying it would. It doesn't matter. Like to him, from that, what you no, know, their their issues don't matter to him as long as they both are, are buying from him. Basically, so you had that going on, which makes you think that you know. Is you know what what side offenses also land? I mean, also is cool with making money, but you know, also clearly 
uh, did not agree with this move. Uh, we saw it even, even uh, we saw that uh, even uh, with the last episode. Some other possible scenes that we could have th- tossed in here. Uh, the Wanda Leon scene again was a was a touchy scene between two of our favorite characters. Uh, everybody is everybody is rooting for Wanda and Leon. Uh, Wanda Leon, of course, tells Wanda, "I want you know, you know, come with me to Africa or Europe. I got enough money." Wanda doesn't believe it, but still commit, but, but still admits to loving uh, Leon. Uh, just, just you know, you you're rooting for these characters, uh, especially for Wanda. She's completely she's cleaned up, looking looking great, by the way. And Leon, you know, he's clear. You know, he's turned into this miniature kind of revolutionary. He doesn't want to see any, you know, killing or more no more dead bodies. He's trying to. Um, take himself out the game from that standpoint so these it's not i just have a feeling that this is just not going to end well for those two for, for both of these characters that they're not i'm not saying that one of them is going to end up dead but i just don't see like leon going to africa leaving africa I, something will happen where that will keep him right in uh right in, right in la like I, I just don't see that uh particular happen have i just don't see that happening him getting away that easily um but again, very uh, touching scene. Touching scene between uh, those two. As far as the deep dive, um, Franklin's exit. So this has been kind of building up throughout the course of the episode, and really, want to be honest with you, maybe throughout the course of the season. So Franklin. So we do hold on. All right, let's do a let's do all right, let's do a Franklin. Also, I had I don't know why I just I didn't have this scene on here. Also, the Franklin, Franklin and Teddy Mac scene, of course, at the that ends the episode uh, with Franklin and Teddy Mac um, speaking at the at a restaurant. Teddy Mac is coming all in; he's in great mood, ordering what he ordered some apple pie with some whipped cream and some a cup of coffee. Teddy's feeling good about his life right now. He's you know got a new girl and even franklin notices hey man you're in a good mood and before franklin brings up um you know they have a little conversation about uh you know la and new york the city that sleeps versus sleep calls la the city that sleeps in and before they you know get you know get the short get the, the small talk out of the way um talk about the uh franklin basically says hey you know i didn't mean to threaten to kill you i was on LA. i got drugged with some lsd and then you have a situation where then you have the situation where they discuss uh discuss teddy teddy hooking up with not hooking up but um making a deal with louis and you know he says hey this one this is business now personal and franklin basically stops him in almost a mid-sentence saying look you know i we made i made t- i made you over 56 million dollars this is and he goes through everything that that this that the game has costed him as far as being in, in locked up shot at um at, having to betray people and basically tells teddy look i'm out like this is it this is our la- our 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 agreement is over with. Teddy immediately goes to, you know, because is this because of Louis uh, making a deal with Louis Jerome? Next, he says, Yeah. And Franklin basically tells him, Yeah, this is, 
this does yeah this is yeah that that definitely has part that definitely is part of it is the major reason for it but he basically says look i'm about to have a child I'm about to be a, about to have a child about to be a father i've made a ton of money we've we've together between you know you being from kansas me being from la we've made history um we're a part of history it's over and you know he reaches out his hand says good luck good luck to teddy and briefly and and, and by the way uh carter hudson who plays teddy mack was spectacular in the scene he, he really he'll be mvp because of that of this episode he you know hesitates and then says good luck good luck to franklin but it the, the tension it was so many it was such a menacing look and again the actor carter hudson who plays teddy just was 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 great in the scene he really played the scene perfect you know perfectly as far as not wanting to let not wanting to give off the fact of how pissed off he was but also but giving off that energy that uh, the fact that he was was pissed off uh with franklin and you had them um and that was uh and you had them um you had them walking yeah franklin walking away and that's how the episode ended so let's go to uh the deep dive here um with with uh franklin so all right here we So we're going to, let's deep dive Franklin's exit. So I feel like this has been building up, and I'll I'll probably get a better sense of this, you know, when I do a rewatch on it before the season finale. I, I'm, probably, I'm going to rewatch all the episodes before the season finale. But it's I think Franklin has been slowly, slowly removing himself from the game and going into this real estate, you know kind of like i said stringer bell type arc uh with his character so this doesn't this just didn't happen with one episode and or with him finding out that uh louis had betrayed him with, with making a deal with teddy this was kind of like something that's been building really all season long um you think about how many move you think about how many missteps that he's had, uh, you know, not seen, not seen, and he's been called out for those missteps. I mean, Teddy Mack called him out for being sloppy with the hits with Kane, uh, not seeing Peach's betrayal. Uh, he called out for Louie for not seeing Peach's betrayal. Stuff that in the past, in the first three seasons, especially season three and four, that Franklin would have saw. So I think that there has been a shift of mindset that has caused him to uh, to to want out of the game. He does. He just does not want to play anymore. You know, he it's just that simple. He doesn't want to play anymore. Um, and now I think that you know, with having a family, you know, I'm assuming that he you know he probably. Would end up, will probably end up marrying Veronique if it, you know, or has plans to it. Even if he doesn't, having a child, that's even further, like that, you know, when something like that happens, that takes your perspective away from that, that that's more, 
that is that's a liability. It's a liability because that's less the, the less attention when you have things that are happening. You're in the drug business. You're a kingpin, and there are things that 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 are around you or connected to you that take your mind off the game. You are close. You're, you're going to be closer. You're going to be. You're just going to be one step closer to death. And I think Franklin is so smart and calculated that in his mind he's thinking, "Hey, let me get out of this. Let me I, let me get out of this because I can't. I I because if I'm not in this 100, percent then I'm I'm as good as dead. So I I think that you know that is the major. I think that he this is something again that just wasn't this wasn't just coming. This doesn't come about just one episode. And we can also talk about the Veronique, the conversation he had with Veronique when they were open, very open with each other about past discussions in, in terms of uh, things they had done in their life. She talked about her mom and her running a con game and ended up, and her mom ended up killing the dude that, that tried to choke her. And she tried to compare that with Franklin's, you know, was, was saying that, uh, you know, I've killed people, hurt people, and done this, and I haven't been honest with you. Uh, but it's not the same as what your situation is. So, they they kind of come clean with each other from that standpoint, um, but I think this is something that's been building for an entire season, not just with this episode. Uh, with uh, with this episode is what like is one of the reasons why I saw too why Teddy Mac is not wasn't happy when he found out Franklin was so high profile with the with the uh, real estate. Because he knows, hey, if you're not all, if you're not focused on this one particular thing, then you are you're going to become a liability. And you think about think about this from a business standpoint. You have assets and liabilities, right? So as Franklin has collected more assets, think about this. He's collected he's collected more assets, but with that, he's become a, he's he's become a liability. You know, he got he has he has Leon calling him out for the house that he's living in. You have your own family in essence basically take over your business. In a way, in a sense. Your own your own family. You know, the stuff that was going on with his brother, um, and her in that situation. So I think all these all these things have wear, have just have wear are are wearing on him, and you know he got to a point where look I didn't made a ton of money, I got a family coming up, I can just walk I'm just gonna walk away. Now of course we know it's not gonna be that simple, and we know that Teddy Mac is not gonna Franklin's too valuable. Yeah, he's still he's still he's become a liability, but he's also he's still a valuable asset as well. Two things can be true. He's also a, a valuable asset to Teddy Mac. And Teddy Mac is not going to let him walk away. That's just not going to happen. I mean, it's just not. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens in the next episode. MVP is Teddy Mac. Uh, that last scene, Carter Hudson was spectacular in that last scene in the deli, in the, excuse me, in the diner. I mean, just that last, uh, his move from the time they walked in versus his expression from the time the scene ended, just a complete transformation of mood and the last 20 seconds when he stands up and gives a delayed handshake, you can, you can see the tension in his face. You can feel the body language as far as the tension from that standpoint, but he couldn't, 
he could not give away the fact that he was and frankly probably already knew this because like, he knows him so well couldn't completely give away of how pissed off he was but he was pissed he was he's pretty pissed to say at least you read the body language so again an episode that was pretty hard i mean i'll be honest with you it's pretty hard to give out who that the mvp was i give i give the the nod to, to one teddy mac so next week will be the season the season finale of course uh they're they're set up they're going to have of course uh season six um they've already confirmed that there will be a season six i'm happy i'm definitely happy about that um uh, listen I, I to make a prediction I mean, who knows what happens next next episode even watching the preview uh, there seems seems like there's going to be you know some Teddy Mac versus Franklin stuff going on, uh, some Franklin versus Louis uh, Louis confrontation. Uh, they're not going to kill Louis. Uh, I, I don't like. I wonder what the parent, like what the consequence. They, they, Louis has to pay a consequence for this for this uh, failed hit on Kane. That like that has to pay off as as a consequence. Um, so maybe, maybe Jerome gets killed. Maybe I, I don't think so, but that's that could be a possible consequence. Um, with that, um, who knows? It look, it look, I, man, if you ask me who, I think there's a possibility of like, I, I, I think that. I, I I would not be surprised. I, I think there are four people that are on the hit board. I think you have Jerome, Veronique, Jerome and Ver Jerome, Veronique, or Leon. One of those three characters is going to die. And right now, I'll probably lean towards. I'm thinking moving forward. I'm thinking Veronique. I think I think Veronique is going to get get guy. I don't think again, I don't see Franklin being allowed to walk away from the drug business. We know that's not going to happen. So, what would be the most devastating thing to happen to him? They're not going to kill Sissy. Uh, the most devastating thing to happen to him would be losing his girl and his child. That that what gets Franklin to that dark place? What gets Franklin back in the game? Uh, completely back in the game, back focus, and back into the street. That street kingpin mentality that is Veronique being taken out. So, I can definitely, I, I can see. I would not surprise me whatsoever if they took out Veronique. And along with his baby, his unborn child. So that I, I that would be that would be my prediction for next episode. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. Again, again, this podcast was sponsored by All Calculated Measures. Shout out to Adrian McDonald. Uh, we'll put that up on our uh, Instagram and, and um, our Instagram, my Instagram, Twitter pages. Uh, I will see you next time on this on another episode of the Real Deal Podcast. So long.